0: I just think right now women, especially in business, like this is the year of women. I just know that.
1: Life begins at 150 grand a year, life gets better at 250, and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it.
0: When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art of it.
2: Heather Havenwood.
0: Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded. I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity. But this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago. And now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com, coachwithheather.com. And let me help you double your income and triple your time off. Hey, it's Heather. Is your digestion feeling off? Are you often hungry even though you're eating enough and taking supplements? Are you struggling to burn off that last bit of stubborn fat that will not go away no matter how hard you diet or exercise? I guess I'm talking about myself here. See, it might be your gut. It was mine. That's why I am so excited to announce that P3OM, the Navy Seal of Probiotics, is now available at energywithheather.com. Look, tens of thousands of real people, including myself, has used P3OM to manage constipation, bloating, gas, acid reflux, abdominal pain, and much more. Look, as you'll learn when you go to energywithheather.com. P3OM uses unique and patent strand that has been proven in lab tests to deliver the right bacteria to your gut. So your body has what it needs to let go of all that fat. So look, what are you waiting for? Go to energywithheather.com. That's energywithheather.com. Hi, everyone. This is Heather Havenwood with Like a Boss, helping you rise to the top in your life. And today I am talking to someone who is helps people rise out of chaos in their business. And I think it's a really interesting conversation to have because one business owner's They work in their business, not on their business. I'm sure you've heard that before. But his company actually really helps with that process. And we're going to talk about how he helps people move out of chaos. And I just want to acknowledge him at the beginning of our conversation in the green room was kind of chaotic. And he's been able to move out of that with me as a partner, and I really appreciate that. So thank you, Scott, for for doing that. Thank you, Heather. You're welcome. So I'm going to introduce you to who you are in the world. Scott Beebe is the founder and head coach of mybusinessonpurpose.com and the host of the Business On Purpose podcast. Scott and the BOP team liberate small business owners from the chaos of working in their business. That is true. I think all the entrepreneurs and business owners, when they first get started, they have a, a, mm, a dream, right? And then somewhere along the way, the dream starts to fade a little, and they start noticing they're working in the business, not on it. How, Scott, do you work on a daily basis to really actually move people from that chaos into working on their business and freedom?
1: Heather, um, well, before we get started, first, I want to just tell you, I know it's a lot of work to put on a podcast and radio show and everything that you do, and I'm, I'm humbled that you would allow me to share that stage with you. So I just want to tell you, thank you right out of the gate for that. You're welcome. When we talk about the actual process of liberating small business owners from their chaos, it, we live in a process principled world in what we do. So we're not great strategists, moment by moment. Um, we can't offer a lot of insight and strategy on the latest and greatest marketing tactics. There's other really good people who do that. We just we don't do that. Where we kind of lay in our bed at night is in the world of principle based business. So we we want what we've gone to research and gone to bat to do literally throughout antiquity, through historical documents and everything, is we've tried to figure out commerce in, in ancient mass. What are those principles that have been laid down within the context of commerce, within the mercantile, throughout the world, through the trade routes, through all of that? And let's figure out what are those principles that are really laid out to create successful enterprise, successful commerce, successful interaction? Because for us, commerce, business, is not so much about the transaction, the widget. It's about the humanness of the transaction and the humans that are involved in that. And so one of the reasons that we got deeply involved in, um, in business is because of my previous life in the non-governmental space globally and also in the, in, the, uh, in the church space in the past. There was a real disconnect with what we were doing in terms of integrating and impacting people at a real level. Versus impacting people at a very superficial level. And I realized that if I wanted to get deep into the heart of a man or a woman, I was going to have to go through the pocketbook and not through some kind of outside, external, uh, even just surface relational sort of thing. Once I began to understand the real issues of what was going on in their life, day to day, Monday through Friday, typically... Uh, in their business, I realize a lot of business owners work a lot of different hours, but i 'm just using uh, kind of the, the, the fair parameters for a lot of people in the business that they work in. Once we realized what happened in their life, Monday through Friday, there was so much we could answer behind the scene that goes on Monday night, Saturday morning, Sunday afternoon, that was going awry, and it was all related to what was happening during the time of commerce during the time of, of business interaction and so you would have, uh, you would have a business owner they would go throughout their day. And they would conduct transaction that would go throughout uh, buying and selling widgets or they would do their bookkeeping or whatever and then come home at night and there would be chaos in the home because there was chaos during their day. And so, Heather, if I could just kind of boil it all down with the question that you initially asked me, um, how do we go about liberating small business owners from their chaos? Mm -hmm. The first place we have to start is with the human soul and understanding what the purpose of business is. And it's not so much the widget, the transaction to try and get better, faster, cheaper. It's more about the human interaction, the human engagement that, that the widget, the money, everything else just happens to be a part of. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, of course that makes sense. I think part of the, the thing that we were talking about earlier is that the heart of it, right? What if not, we can still go get, get a job. What where's the heart? Where's the passion? What is the thing that you're 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 tapping into? And you just said it and just reiterated but differently, is that it starts. And ends at the home. What do you? Why do business owners even do what they're doing? You know, yeah. why are they t- choosing this route? Because I always tell people when they ask me, "Should I be an entrepreneur?" And I'm like, "If you want things easy, no. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. want things rough, go for it. It's not the easiest path." And so I think it's an interesting thing that you're bringing heart to the conversation. At least that's what I'm hearing. You're bringing heart to the conversation of what actually are you doing and why are you creating chaos in your life, right? Yeah. In both areas. And they, and they do feed off each other. So yeah. do you guys, do you find that some of your, your conversations get really personal?
1: Yeah, well, I'll, I'll take you back to about two hours and 30 minutes ago. Okay. Um, I was in the conference room of a small business owner just around the corner. And mm-hmm. the conversation that we were having just today uh, was around how their business finance is hurting their personal finance because they're having cash flow issues in the business. Yeah. And because they've not done healthy budgets in the past, we've tried to walk them through that, and they've, they've eschewed that a little bit. But because they've pushed that off, it's now causing dysfunction from a home perspective. And so, Heather, one of the, one of the phrases that really, um, really causes a check in my mind when I hear it is that old phrase, well, you know, Heather, it's just business. It's just business. I loathe that statement. The the reason I loathe that statement is because it's never just business. Life, business, they all intersect. And so there's not a human on the planet, unless they are totally decomposed of any sort of empathy at all, there's Mm -hmm. not a human on the planet who, when something happens at home, can completely 100% segment that away from work. It's just not possible, Mm -hmm. vice versa, because we're emotional creatures. And so we're meant to kind of ebb and flow through life with all of these things interacting, which is frankly is one of the great challenges of life. Yeah. And it's one of the great joys of our work to be able to sit in a conference room of a contractor just down the road and have a personal conversation within the context of a business conversation and really walk through what are the next steps of that situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so I love this. I just want to add more emotion to it. Right. And so um, as an entrepreneur myself and, and as a woman, I find that, um, relationships are greatly affected by business. If the business is doing well, relationships are great. <laughs> if the business is not doing well yeah. relationships. There's, there's, there's a lot of drama, right? And it's different than like, Oh, I might lose my job a work. It's very different because what happens is, as you know, this, I'm curious what you think, where they have, they have like responsibilities called, they have to pay other people's salaries. They have families and like there's another level of guilt around that and a shame and a guilt and an upset and a drama that they are now bringing into their personal relationships. So how is it specifically, I mean, I've seen people, I've done it myself where I pay people that work for me before I, before I eat, you know, I'm like, Oh, am I going to pay my freelancer? Yeah, I'm going to pay her. Cause I know she's got kids. I'd rather just starve. Yeah. You know, I've done that. I've been there and I know people that have done that too. So where is it that you guys start in that process to really start uncollapsing all the chaos to give them peace of mind?
1: Yeah. So Heather, and then I'll ask you a question back here in just a minute. Sorry. Everything that we have found and just experientially and historically, everything, you know, I think it was John Maxwell who said everything rises and falls is on leadership. Yes. To an extent, um, before leadership, can lead, they have to know where they're going. And so what I would argue is that everything can only rise and fall in leadership if the leader has a vision of where they're going. And so what we do is we have to start everybody that we have the privilege of working with, all of these heroic small business owners and organizational leaders, off on the same spot, doesn't matter who they are, what their background is, what size their business is, we do not care. We start them in the same spot. And that is articulating and designing what we call a vision story. This is not a paragraph. This is not meant to sit on a plaque. And inspire and motivate people. What this is designed to do, you know, you asked me before, where where am I? And I told you I was in the Low Country of South Carolina. If I really wanted to tell you where I was, what I would tell you is I'm in the upstairs uh, little office that I hold. I'm looking out a three panel window right now over about uh, three three hundred year old live oak trees that are hanging with moss, just over a creek that has just come in with about a six foot tide that's swirling through the moss grass. Now that's a lot more detail than what I gave you before and so my guess is Heather if I came back and asked you just a minute ago when I told you I'm in the low country of South Carolina and if I would have said hey Heather would you come down you might go eh, I don't know but now based on me giving you that detail are you more interested in coming to the Low country of South Carolina
0: of course well South Carolina's gorgeous by the way yeah. but um, absolutely I mean you also what I also get with that is I, I a little bit, get a little more about you and who you are versus like a person just sitting in a business office, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, if I, uh, what I'm getting to look at right now is, is a personification of nature that actually ties so closely into business, because Mm -hmm. this creek that I'm looking at right now, is a, about an eight to nine foot tide swing every six and a half hours. So give it another six hours from now, it'll be totally empty. There will be no water in the creek. There'll be mud everywhere. But then in another six and a half hours, it comes in and there's going to be water there. And what it personifies is the need for small business owners to have process, predictable process, because every day, every six and a half hours, the tide comes in and the tide goes out. The sun rises right over there and the sun sets right over there. And so their system Mm -hmm. All around us, there's process all around us. But when we have that that's void within our life, within our business, Mm -hmm. that's where we really struggle. And the reason we struggle to embed that process is because we have no idea where we're going. And so we need to be able to articulate that vision story. Usually how we walk small business owners through doing this, it's about two to six pages in duration. And we walk through a few different categories to help them understand exactly what they've got to look for. For instance, what does your family and freedom look like? in the next X number of years, three years, four years. What do your financials look like? Uh, What does your product and service look like? What does your team look like, your client, your culture? All those we have them write down so that they can then take that document to potential employees, to existing team members, to stakeholders, vendors. We actually have a couple of clients, they bring their subcontractors in once a year and they share their vision with their subcontractors. These folks don't even work for them W2s but they're subcontractors, they're partners in the business and they share that vision with them every single year to let them know where they're going.
0: That's pretty powerful. Let me ask you a question. Um, you've been in business how long doing this particular part? How long you've been doing this? Uh
1: almost 4 years.
0: Okay, great. So, I'd like for you to you know pull back the curtain a little bit and, and maybe share a story of a success story of someone someone may say someone it could be like a team or a, a you know, company owner or their family come in and with this process with you and then a year, two, three, six months, whatever that time frame is that that document became a living document and actually manifests itself. Can you share?
1: Sure. Yeah. The story? Uh, there is an architect, uh, who's here in the U S her name's Aaron Morris and I'll never forget this. We, we have uh, a coaching program just for architects around the world. And wow. Um, And it has been such a joy to be able to do that. My buddy, Enix Sears, who runs the Business of Architecture podcast, and I have been doing that for about three years together. And just over the last, I would say six months, we have had this resurgence. Uh, It's funny you're asking me this question now. I just got off the phone with one of the architects last night that uh, graduated from our program. And he was asking me how things were going. And I said, we have had this surge of just energy come in the room and Aaron is, she's a, she's a part of this Mel Price up in Virginia. She's one of them Ann Groppner down in South Africa. She's one of them. And they brought this energy together. And what they've done is they've compounded peer pressure on each other, but positive peer pressure. Mm-hmm. So one will do their vision story. And then the other one will kind of not one up, but try to you know, try to bring that, that same amount of fervor and life into it.
0: Yeah. And
1: Erin put in our chat window, because this particular group we lead by Zoom, just like you and I are on right now. And I'll never forget this. In fact, I screenshot it. I could pull it up. I need to go find it. But she said, and this was a paraphrase, she said, hey, is anyone else, she was asking the whole group, is anyone else having the same problem I am, dot, 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 I'm actually getting to my vision faster than I thought. And she wrote out about a three or four page vision. And she is already starting to tick off so many of those product and service things, family and freedom things, financial things that she had on there. Um, just because she wrote it down now she's been very intentional there's a lot of other things behind the scenes mm-hmm. to help her to get there that are very systematic and process driven but she wrote the vision down heather and when she wrote it down there's something I don't get it I don't understand it there's actually an ancient quote that says write the vision down so that those who read it may run and I'm convinced that when she wrote it down all the people around her collectively began to run and when I saw that on the chat window I mean we celebrated I pulled it up screenshot it That's we went awesome. nuts it was so exciting.
0: No, that's really I, I i love hearing those stories. But more importantly, it's because when people hear that story, if it happened to someone else, it could happen to them. I know that I have. Um, I call it my third act. It's just by terminology. I think everyone's different. And so when I've written, I've had a few over the years, and. They've all changed, but there there are many that I look and like. Oh my God, that happened. That happened. That happened. You know, just because I wrote it down and then I shared it, because I think one of the things that's missing in what you're saying is that your community that you guys are creating, she gets to share that, and when she shares that, it adds so much more power because all those individuals and the people, your clients, and I don't know if you're a mastermind group. It sounds like you have a group that they all support each other in that vision. I mean, that's a huge piece of success for business owners, in my experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it lends itself, Heather, and I think this is, sounds like what you found. It lends itself not only to insight collaboration from various yeah. perspectives, which, is, of course, is helpful, but there's some level. All right. So, uh, it, Heather, you could come to me and say, hey, Scott, you need to try uh, this new technique of marketing. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah Heather, thanks. I, I appreciate that. No, 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 Scott, you really need to try this. You really need to try it. Okay, okay. Now, all of a sudden, Heather, Julie comes and goes, hey, Scott, have you heard about this new technique? Oh, my gosh, yes. And I run to Heather and I go, hey, Heather, Julie just told me about this new technique. And you're like, oh, I've been telling you this for months. There's that compounding effect. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I am totally guilty of it. But there's a compounding effect within a group like that. We're actually changing about 70% of our local coaching structure. So I'm going, I'm cutting my one-on-one clients uh, mm-hmm. by 75, about 70 to 75% because we're going to take a lot of those one-on-ones and we're putting them in these board of advisor groups. Not really big. They're, they're only going to be three or four in each okay. group, but we're putting them in, in these live board of advisors group where we're literally meet right down the street. And, and in doing that, mm-hmm. we're going to see a lot of this compounding effect uh, start to take place. But I've, it's gonna been, I've done wrap. the same
0: thing. Actually, it's, I, you know, I'm doing the same thing myself. I've cut back on the one-on-one clients, um, and doing more of a group. I find that the small group like that, it's almost like in a weird way, they start cross and coaching themselves and moving each other up like a little chain. Like they're moving each other up versus that one-on-one. It's almost like they actually can expand faster. In my experience, some people need one-on-one for certain reasons, but I think it's almost like they're expanding. And I don't know if that's just happening to me. It sounds like it's happening to you as well.
1: I think you just coined a new, t- like I'm going to write down, you said cross coaching. I'm not heard <laughs> that. Hashtag cross coaching. I think, it is, <laughs> I think it's, it's something that needs to happen. Yeah. This idea of cross coaching and it's a, and it's a good way to be able to, um, to kind of articulate. Cause I, we just had this conversation this morning about how One guy needs to start calling another lady and find out what do we do. And I think this is a great term to use. So well done.
0: Oh, thanks. Well, I think it goes back to biblical a little bit. You know, I remember doing small biblical groups, you know, Bible studies. And the ones that were four and five and six people, even though we had, quote, unquote, a leader necessarily, right, is we all started to kind of cross, you know, help each other and cross support each other in whatever, wherever we were in our walk. And I think it's part of the process as being a business owner. It is a walk. And I know that's a terminology and difficult. And people might not like that, but at the same time, it is a journey. Yeah. There is no destination necessarily from a perspective of when you get this, then it's over, you know? And I think that that's one of the challenges as Americans. And I'm here, I'm going to dump this back conversation back to you, but I just want to say something. I think it's the challenge in America. We have this thing called blah, 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 blah. You do this and this, and then you get retired or you retire, whatever the heck that means. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It sounds very deafening to me personally. I don't want to retire, but I'm curious if people come to you and go, Hey, we started this business because we wanted to have to retire. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then you're like, is that, do you, do you guys in an, are you aligned with that? Or is that something you're like, well, let's create a new kind of vision. What exactly that looks like?
1: Yeah. Um, Outside of the American experience experience and experiment, there's really not a lot of historical data around the idea and concept of retirement. Right,
0: right. I think it is American-made.
1: Yeah, I I think a lot of it. I'm sure there's roots somewhere in the British experience or whatever, but anyway. um, That's a good point. There's there's an author, his name's John Piper. He's got a great book called Don't Waste Your Life, and at the very opening or the intro of the book, Mm. uh, it's a picture of an American couple walking the beach somewhere in Florida and they're picking up seashells in a bucket and they're, you know, 70 something or whatever. And, and it comes to the end of their life. They die. Sorry for the morbid story, but they die and they stand in front of God and they hold up their bucket and they say, God, look at this bucket of shells that we spent the latter part of our most experienced days collecting. Aren't you proud? And uh, we, we do a significant part of our life is spent uh, with our friends in Nigeria. And, and we've got about six, seven years ago, I was talking to a guy locally here uh, who at the time was 67, 68 retired principal. And um, when I laid out kind of what we do over there and, and who we have the privilege of being able to work with, and um, he was interested. And he said, could I go with you one time? I was like, well, yeah, of course. And so at the age of 67 or ish, somewhere around there, he hopped on a plane, and it's not an easy trek to get to Nigeria. you got to go from where we're at in Savannah to, like, D.C. to Frankfurt and then down. And then you got to drive seven and a half to eight hours to get down to where, to where our friends are and where we do a lot of work. And so he went out there for the first time, and I thought, man, what a great experience for this guy. You know, it's kind of a life bucket list thing, whatever. Six months later, he was back. Twelve months later, he was back again. The last couple of years, Tom has been going without me, and he's 74 years old. Wow. That's the way you spend your latter days. That's the way, in my opinion, that's the way that you spend these days. And so the, here's the value: is Tom didn't have a small business to be able to kind of ride that wave with. So Tom had to save for retirement and do all that because he was in the school system. Small business owners, especially those who are running a profitable company, not a hobby, not a big company we that the net profit number says it's a hobby, but an actual profitable company mm-hmm. that's got multiples and everything else. It is such an incredible asset to be able to use our 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s to do some incredible work both locally and globally. And we've got a responsibility to do both, especially, and now I'm talking uniquely to those who are in America right now because our passport will get us just about anywhere in the world. Uh, The market economy is doing great. We've got a responsibility to engage globally right now because we have the access. Now, give it 30 years, that may all change. Uh, the Nigerians may be coming to us, the, you know, the Iranians may be coming to us, but right now we've got access and quite frankly, I feel like we've got responsibility. So for those who are starting in small business, let's get our mind out of just what's my net profit, what's my net profit, what's my net profit, what's the next product, but instead that's where that vision story comes in, Heather, to be able to write this down and go, you know, in my wildest dreams, what I'd really love to be able to do is X, great. Let's write that down. Then let's, let's build a business that's going to support that because yeah. that is wildly possible.
0: Yeah. Which is a you know, reverse engineering. I, and, and I love your I'm just going to add to that just a little bit. So thank you for sharing that. But, um, I lived, I don't know if you know this, but when I was 34 years old, I lived on Marco Island, which is in Florida where it has all the seashells. They're probably on Sanibel Island when they did that. Um, and Marco Island, the average age was 80. And I was one of two people on the entire island that were in their thirties <laughs> So, and I learned quickly retirement that word and how really detrimental that was for people.
1: Yeah.
0: And so people, there was, I called two, there were two types of retirees on the island. They were the ones who would yell at you if like you came near their lawn, you know, like get off my lawn or something like in the middle yeah. of the day <laughs> or the guy or woman who were like happy. And they were maybe on the golf course and maybe they had their oxygen tank, but they were on the golf course, you know, like whatever that was for them. They were just like ecstatic to still be alive. And I started to ask this question because of course I had nothing to do in the island. <laughs> I, can't do anything. I started to ask the question, what's the difference? Who are they? The person that I would say when they got to the island, they didn't get sick right away. They were the entrepreneur. They had some kind of business or creation they had done in the world and they might not be doing it at that moment, But they had left something on the planet, yeah.
1: You know,
0: and the people that what I call the you know grungy old man kind of guy or whatever was the guy who like maybe unfortunately spent thirty five years in the NYPD and he was just pissed off, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying one way or the other, but I want to get that there's this huge difference. The person that was entrepreneur, they had used their time in this life to create something, whatever that was. You know, they felt they were just at a different level. They didn't get sick as faster when they got to the island. They were like still living life more yeah. than just. So I guess my point is I think what you guys are creating, what you guys are doing with business owners and moving people from chaos to peace is not just helping them right now. Cause obviously it is, but it's helping a generational conversation for them that when they do get to the age where they're going to maybe slow down in their 70s and their seventies and eighties, they actually are living still
1: yeah.
0: not retired.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge mission
0: and why I mean, and one thing I want to add to that, because I think you're right, we do have a responsibility as American entrepreneurs, we're highly trained, you are changing the world. by every time you touch a business owner's life, you change the world, Scott, you change the world, it ripples effects, because entrepreneurs, America and the world is led by entrepreneurs, they're not led by companies, we're led by entrepreneurs.
1: Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Right. Well, thank you for that. That's
0: You're important. welcome. And I forgot to say your website. <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> go ahead and say your website real quick. Cause I was going to look for it real quick. Yeah.
1: Well, Heather, what we do, I mean, I, yeah, we're so do? passionate about this vision idea. I mean, it's not, we didn't make this up. Like this has been around literally for centuries. Yeah. Um, is if you go to mybusinessonpurposecom forward slash vision, we actually have our entire vision tutorial. This is literally what we take clients. So there's nothing pulled out of this. Okay. Um, the entire tutorial and the template is all there. Um, and so if you go to mybusinessonpurposecom forward slash vision before you go to our website or anything else, just go there. And if you're willing to invest the time, then we're willing to invest the resource in you. And, uh, I would ask that you not download it if you're not going to do it, but if you're going to do it, go there, mm-hmm. download it and get started, set aside an, an hour or so 20 minutes to watch the tutorial and then give yourself 30 or 40 minutes of quiet. You won't finish it, but just to get started on it so that you can start to have clarity around where you're going because once you have that conversation with yourself, Oh my gosh. I mean, it is just, uh, the, the, the level you know, I've never heard anybody, Heather put it the way you just put it. And mm-hmm. it's, it's very impactful. You said you're moving people from chaos to peace. Mm-hmm. And I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It hit me because I realized a large, a large scale step of that piece has to come only when there's some clarity involved. And that's mm-hmm. what the vision story is we could talk about weekly schedules and team meetings and org structures and 12 week plans and uh, master process room. I mean, I could literally walk through our entire dashboard that we walk small business owners through. It is irrelevant unless the vision is in place. Then all that other stuff gets activated. So I appreciate the, the chaos to peace. I want people to hear that because your vision story is going to be the foundation for what that piece is. you cannot get to, to the peace part unless you've got some vision of knowing where you're trying to go.
0: I know it's, it's, it's kind of like anything in life relationships, whatnot, when we know where we're headed, like a ship, if you're seeing a ship just kind of like get lost in sea,
2: you know, there's no, peace not.
0: In that,
1: right?
0: <laughs> not on that one, but like yeah. there's no peace in it. You know, there's no peace in not knowing where are we going. I mean, I think of women and men in relationships. Like, where are we? Are we getting married? Are we Are not getting married? Are we getting divorced? Like, where are we? There's a chaos, right? But when we're clear on who we are and what we're doing, I just think relationships is easy sometimes to analyze, sure. right? But, I mean, it's the same thing. We feel at peace. We feel secure. And when we have peace and feel secure, then everything starts to happen smoothly and at a level. We can parent better. We become a better. We become partners better. So um, I think that's what you are doing. I think you have your new tagline, by the way, from chaos to peace. I just... You're welcome to take it.
1: There you go. All right, (laughs) royalties coming your way.
0: It's well, no, 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 no royalties. You're welcome to. It's a gift. It's a gift. (laughs) No, no, no no, royalties. No, no. no. I really want you to have it because it's really what you're creating. But it's more than just that. When business owners have peace, because I know I've worked for small business owners at a a younger age, I could tell when the business owner was freaking out. But I also knew when the business owner was at peace, and they knew where they were headed. And I felt like the captain of the ship was clear, and so I could get behind that captain. Everyone got behind that captain. When the ship got all crazy, is when the captain, aka business owner, was like in chaos. No one could get behind it. You know, so it's chaos. It's peace for them, but it's peace for the entire entire boat. I know that's an analogy of Titanic or something, but honestly, it's true. But that also reflects into the people that they live with. And there's a friend of mine, small so was in rapid and I want, I want to then just really point to where you're going to um, take them. But I remember someone said, you know, I have, I think it's said like 40 employees, but I actually impact the number of like 400 people. Yes. Like you put the, yeah. you know, the number down. Like I actually impact 400 lives when I add yeah. kids and relatives and like people they care for, you know, that's like ugh, a, bur- like, whoa, you yeah. know, So where can they, where's the best thing? They're saying, hey, I want to raise my hand. I want to work with Scott and his team. Where's the best place they can reach you?
1: Yeah, I hate to beat a dead horse, but honestly, going to that, mybusinessonpurpose.com forward slash vision is the best place. And the reason is, is because if you're unwilling to do your vision story, then we're not a good fit uh, because we make everybody start there. And so what we would prefer is to see uh, heroic small business owners, and we believe they're heroes because the definition of a hero is somebody who makes courageous decisions and takes courageous action. And if you've ever run a small business, you realize you've got to do both. And so uh, these are heroes for us. And so if we can provide something that these heroes can get started on, uh, that's the best place. And then all of our stuff is right there on the adjoining website. So uh, we, but, but priority first, we would love to see people take action uh, if for their own sanity. And then if it's our privilege to be able to work with them, that's a delight as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. I right, go check out Scott, BB at say the ones website one more time. So everyone has my
1: business on And then you can add the forward slash vision to start to get to work.
0: Great. Awesome. I highly suggest you go there and check it out. I know I will because I'm in a place now I'm recreating my vision. So you will see my name in there. <laughs> um, just, you know, watch out for that. And everyone, this is Heather with Heather, Heather Havenwood. Check us out at like a boss. Um, please make sure you subscribe and like, have a great day. Bye. Hey, it's Heather. Is your digestion feeling off? Are you often hungry even though you're eating enough and taking supplements? Are you struggling to burn off that last bit of stubborn fat that will not go away no matter how hard you diet or exercise? I guess I'm talking about myself here. See, it might be your gut. It was mine. That's why I am so excited to announce that P3OM, the Navy Seal of Probiotics, is now available at Energy. With Heather.com. Look, tens of thousands of real people, including myself, has used P3OM to manage constipation, bloating, gas, acid reflux, abdominal pain, and much more. Look, as you'll learn when you go to energywithheather.com, P3OM uses unique and patent strand that has been proven in lab tests to deliver the right bacteria to your gut. So your body has what it needs to let go of all that fat. So look, what are you waiting for? Go to energywithheather.com. That's energywithheather.com. Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity, but this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago, and now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com, coachwithheather.com, and let me help you double your income and triple your time off.
2: Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook, when you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy, that is S-E-X-Y, to 7200. And receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.